Howdy y'all and welcome to Texas Watch for the week of Tuesday, April 14th, 2020. I'm your host Project and joining me as always is the Tracer Mame with the biggest brain, ZayXO. Winnable! That's, that should be my quote for this whole past weekend, man. It was a good weekend. It was uh, a real very, good weekend. Very good weekend for Overwatch and the Overwatch League. Um, finally got some some happy topics to discuss. So oh I'm my ready, god, I'm ready yes. to dive in. Uh, well, let's just, uh, well, before we jump into it, let's get out of the housekeeping out of the way, because this is Texas Watch. You can catch the show live right here on twitch.tv forward slash project AR every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, because Texas time is bestest time. You were off your game, homie. What was that? What was that? I heard a little bit of a delay. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, that's that's the internet for everyone's using, dog. I, as soon as I heard you, I said it. Okay, okay. I, I now nah, you you, I, you got me there. You got me there. To me, it sounded like right after. Bro, okay. now nah, you got fucking Spectrum the other night. Like there was a huge ass shutdown. Like I think uh, we were in the middle of streaming and uh, everything just and it was like oh, oh shit oh what happened and then uh, my roommate was smart enough to be like oh let me check the Spectrum website. The entire area was down. Oh, see, that, that kind of stuff's happening over here. Like, at one point, my Wi-Fi cuts in and out, like, every three days. It's weird. Like, Oof. every three days on the dot, like, I lose all Wi-Fi for about a minute. And then it all just comes back up. And I'm like... And at least it comes back up quick. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that yeah. that happens. Uh, but we're, we're, this isn't the Wi-Fi complaining hour. What? This is this Texas. Is a, <laughs> this is the Spectrum support? No, it's a Spectrum hate, okay? We don't like Spectrum in this household. But we have to pay them because they're the only... Or ISP that we have at our apartments, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we had some great games this weekend. The Houston Outlaws and the Dallas Fuel both secured wins. We're gonna talk about that uh, later on in the episode. We're gonna talk also about hero pools and how they've kind of affected the Overwatch League and our beginner look at our newest hero, Echo, the last hero for Overwatch One, Hero Thirty Two. So uh, let's uh, let's just jump into it, shall we? Sounds first good. things first, the Houston Outlaws. They uh, had a Pretty pretty good weekend. Uh, pretty good. If you sell my team short, if you sell my team short, we did amazing this past yeah, week. Yeah. The and outlaws. I, hold on, let, let, let me finish the intro, right, Zay. Right. Come on. All right. Come on. You, you, you gotta get hyped about my team. I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready. So the outlaws played the Boston Uprising and the Toronto Defiant. Uh, nobody expected them to lose to Boston, which you shouldn't. The Toronto game, though, that was a game to watch. Let's start there. Uh, okay, so you want to start with Toronto. The the Boston game is look. I, I even wrote down the score sheet. Houston won two CP. They lost the second game, and then they won everything else handily. It's like what what more is there to say? Boston just sucks. All right, that's fair. I mean, Boston did get a map win, so we were you know because we're a team that usually is known. Well, we're starting to become known as a team that starts to fade in the second half of games or matches. But mm. I was very impressed by the fact that. We held our own. Granted, it's the Boston Uprising, but we didn't tilt. We won the first map, lost the second map, and it was even mentioned on the broadcast that they're like, here, the Outlaws doing the same thing again. They'll win a map in the first half and then completely get steamrolled in the second half. We didn't do that, and Dante did his thing. Speaking of Dante. Speaking of Dante. Speaking of Dante, that was some of the best tracer play i've seen in a fucking long time <laughs> in this league oh my goodness see and that's I how you know that. he's happy because he's a fucking tracer man <laughs> oh, it was amazing and and we can move up to the uh toronto game and i want to point out a very specific map and i know this is jumping towards the end of the matchup no nah, go but ahead it was, on, it was on route 66 
when he was playing Tracer on defense, knowing that the Outlaws had only captured the first point on Route 66. He captured the first point and got about, I don't think he got through under the archway after that. And so, with that said, you think like, okay, we need to do a solid, like, bunker-style defense. Something, you know, uh, what is it, uh, Maytorb or something that's very, you know, rock-solid. Rock-solid doesn't get moved around, hard to kill. Exactly. We go Tracer, Hanzo. And you're just like, what the fuck? And then when I, after the Boston series, the, the day before, I was like, is Dante going to fucking carry us again? And this man played some of the smartest Tracer play I've ever seen. So, for y'all that don't play Tracer, okay. So, <laughs> oh, he's going education mode, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> so, obviously, Tracer is a burst hero, right? You yes. want to one clip. You can one clip most 200 HP heroes, and you can kill them. You can yes. Into the clip, melee. So, in a defensive style comp with what the Toronto Defiant were running, you can't do that with anybody. I believe they had a, a May, and eventually they switched to maybe Tracer later in the match. But it was like a, it was a May Torb kind of style comp. Very, very death bully. And Dante plays it so smart by being a true nuisance. All, any Tracer players listening to this, if they say, I have gold damage, motherfucker, I am the reason you have gold damage because <laughs> everyone's shooting at me. Like, that's your entire objective is to make people turn around and look at you. And if you have a halfway competent team, you can still win the game. And Dante did that to perfection. It's a little bit easier professional players. I'll give it that. But you can do it to perfection. And that's what he did. Uh, that whole defense, and they came around the first bin on Route 66. They had to come around the first rock. He was playing behind the billboard sign. And he's just literally just spray, 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 get away. And he set the push, spray, 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 get away. And then he would eventually, when it really started to push, he'd go around and attack a healer. Another person has to peel. That gives Linkser so much space to just rain arrows. He, I mean, damn, I could hit shots with how much space Linkser had during that matchup. It was such a beautiful chaser play to watch. And then when he had to go in, he did it. And there's this particular play, too, I specifically remember towards the end of that map on Route 66 where he had Pulse Bomb. And there were multiple times. There was actually a point, I think, where someone was stunned or someone was against the wall. He didn't pulse bomb. There were about three different times he got a pulse bomb to get one kill. But he holds it. I'm literally like, I was watching the matchup, and I am literally did the thing with my finger. I like hit Q with my finger <laughs> while watching the TV. Like, my finger like twitch. Because that's what I would have did it. But he holds it. I'm like, what is he doing? And then what happens? Muma gets the halt. Hooks three of them, stick. So he, gets a, he gets a 2K out of it. And then they finish and then clips, him for, clips the last person for the third kill. So much more value. And I'm like, man, this guy knows how to play this hero. So my overall, uh, I guess my overall evaluation of the weekend for the Outlaws is that you need to let Dante carry and play the hero that he's best at. He's a Dante. I'm, he's a Dante. He's a Sombra. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope he's Dante. <laughs> He is a Dante. He's a somber Tracer main. And I think you need to let him play those heroes when one's not banned. There's no way. If they banned both, we're fucked. Uh, but if the, one of those heroes is available in the hero pool, just let him do it. Because Linkster definitely played a lot better on the second day against Toronto than he did the first day against Boston. I think this Hanzo really was got, actually, like, really good. His Hanzo you cannot understand very good. That. Yeah, he was beating out Sure 4. Like, because Sure 4 was the Hanzo player, and for the most part, Agilities for Toronto was playing the May. 
and he was beating out Sure Four, who's good at like every fucking hero in the game. Like Sure Four is <laughs> not bad at any hero, any hero. That man is a so legend he, for a reason. He he could be a, a top ten mercy if he wanted to be. Like this is, this is insane. So the fact that Lancer was hanging with Sure Four and getting the picks on him um, was great. Uh, and so I, I I was truly impressed by that. Muma played a very good game as well. He played better. Mecco Mecco and Jexay. Actually, Jexay was subbed out. At the end of the Toronto match, uh, after halftime, he was. Um, it was who would they it replace was, him it with? Rappel and Rockus. They put Rappel and Rockus in at the same time instead of replacing Rockus uh, with Rappel. So they had both. They had two off supports, I guess, in at the same time, and it worked out to perfection. Um, we had the we ran the Baptiste well, we ran the Ana well, and I'm so glad they put Rappel on his Zenyatta. Originally, Rappel for the Outlaws is known for his Zen, and that motherfucker popped off like he. He did what he needed to do. I actually, believe it or not, I think he was, I think he was player of the game. Rappel? You may have to check me on that. I think I, Rappel was player of the match. I, I wouldn't be able to check. I don't one. know how, but let, let's just say sure. Yeah, no, because I think because that was one of the games where they said um, there were two Zenyatta players who got player of the match in the third game. They were like, are we going to get a third? So I remember that comment from the broadcasters. Mm. Uh, so I think Rappel was the player of the match because he played that well on Zen because he played Zen the rest of the game. So as Rockets came in, he's like, I'm playing Zen. You figure out, you figure out, play Ana or Baptiste. And our support line did a lot better. So overall, I'm so impressed and so excited about what I saw this past weekend from the Outlaws. Um, let your carry carry. And I feel like Dante's personality isn't, if you've watched Dante's streams or you've heard his interviews, he's not a very forceful person. He's very laid back. He's a low-key guy. And he's not the kind of person I feel like, at least watching from his demeanor, is going to be like, I'm taking over the game, team, get on my shoulders. He doesn't really do that. Um, but I don't know who talked to him. I don't know if Harshaw talked to him. Uh, <laughs> You're still not on purpose now. Coach Harshaw. Coach Harsha talked to him and said, look, dude, you're the best player on the team. I need you to play like it and play whatever hero that you need to. You're our Carpe. He's not Carpe, but you're our you know, poor man's version. And whatever you play, we're going to support. And that's what happened. And if that's the way we're going to play the rest of the season, I have really high hopes for the upcoming weeks with well, these honestly, hero pools. I, I think Overwatch's balance is in a really good spot right now. I know a lot of people like to shit on. A lot of people like to just trash Overwatch for what have you. Many, many reasons. But let, just stick with me on this, right? Overwatch is a game that is very team-oriented, but I feel like over the past couple of years has been too focused on requiring the team to work together, right? Uh, true, true. Very much true. Recently, with recent buff changes, buffs and nerfs, some characters are being stronger the way that characters get changed around, I've noticed that like if a DPS can do their job, that's all you need. You know, like... Tanks shouldn't be the ones getting all the kills. Uh, your exactly. healers... Is... Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, oh, sorry, I was going to make this a comment, but I don't know why my Reinhardt it has gold damage all the time. <laughs> I guess I'm not holding my shield up. I don't know, it's, but it's, continue. It's I'm stuff sorry. like that. No, you're good. It's, it's the realization that, like, people are always saying, like, hey, you need to have good DPS or DPS aren't doing anything. Like, I mean, everybody's played a game where it's like, hey, DPS, step it up, right? Mm-hmm. And before, I'll admit... I used to be the type that would be like, hey, quit flaming the DPS. How about you do better? But I feel like Overwatch has kind of come to a place where the DPS has a much stronger responsibility now. 
the DPS kind of has to be the carry. Yes, you can have a good Reinhardt that can get the plays, get the picks, do what he needs to do, get the fat shatters. If the DPS mm-hmm. can't follow up on that, then what's going on? You know what I mean? If you exactly. Ha- if you have a Widow that's not hitting her shots, she that's, that's effectively a player gone. If you have a Tracer that's just blinking around and being a little fly but not actually finishing off her kills, she's not doing anything. You know, like, as a Sombra main, if you have a Sombra who isn't getting EMP relatively quickly, I hate to admit it, but you should probably switch. It's, yep. it's, it's become a game where the DPS role has become even more prominent, and we're seeing it in the Overwatch League. The DPS players are the ones that are usually getting the highlights because they're the ones that are making the big plays. Yeah, sure, you have Muma getting his fat shatters and setting everybody up, but usually he's not the one also getting all the kills. Uh, not to talk about the fuel yeah. game, we'll get there a second. But mm-hmm. uh, you'll have like people bring up stats of being like the tanks are getting more kills than the DPS on the other team, and that's kind of how you know that the other team is sucking. If the DPS aren't getting kills, then... What, what? It, it has it the, the meta ever since the two 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 roll lock, it's made you know DPS that much more important because you only get two. It's not like you can switch and run a three DPS comp mm-hmm. and help the other two and just try to really jump on them. You can't do that anymore. So it, it's one of the roles where they have to perform, or else at the end of the day, this is a first person shooter, man. Like you got to kill. The <laughs> if other you can't team. first person shoot, then what are you doing? Yeah, if you can't. <laughs> It's a first-person shooter. Every hero in the game, you see through first-person unless you're holding up a shield. Aside from that, you're in first-person view, so you better know how to aim and frag. And I think with all the heroes and abilities, sometimes that gets lost. And now with the 2 2 roll lock and hero bands, you're seeing that you need players that can frag like that. And then if you can't, then you better pick a hero that you can carry with and you just play with them because... Every team has one week to figure out a new meta. Yep. It's not enough time. Screw it. Play what you're good at and hope for the best. And hope um, they don't have a really good McCree or something like that. I'm finding, too, that teams that have players that just play what they're good at are often finding success. Uh, I mean, let, we're still talking about Houston here. Let's look mm-hmm. at this team. Like We have Muma, who's known for his Reinhardt, his Winston, and his Orisa, right? He can mm-hmm. play those heroes and play them at a pretty good level, and he finds success. Uh, you have Mecco, who I don't want to say is completely a diva one trick because he actually played a pretty good Sigma last weekend. Yeah, uh, and he play, and he plays a good. Uh, he actually plays a pretty good Reinhardt when Muma's on the Arissa because Mecco doesn't really play Arissa. So whenever they do Arissa Ryan, Mecco's on the Reinhardt and he's not that bad. He's much more passive than Muma. Muma is Muma. is a highlight Reinhardt, right? Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't do well in the neutral at all. When two Reinhardts are just holding shield and know when to go forward, back, and you're playing that little Reinhardt dance where you're like, you know, helping your team, but just making space back and forth. He sucks at that. At least at, <laughs> over, at least at an Overwatch League level, he's better than me, obviously. Of but course. He's, yeah, but he sucks at that as an Overwatch League level. However. When you tell Muma to go and know when to block a shatter or use a shatter, he's so good at that. He is so good at, like, highlight Ryan plays. But that consistent, neutral-level Ryan plays, he's not very good at. So I, where Muma fits in the scheme of things, I think he's a he's an average to a little slightly above-average main tank. I would put Mecco in definitely above-average, close to top-tier off-tanks. Um, Dante... One of the best. He's above average DPS. I wouldn't say one of the best. Carpe, which I think, in my opinion, the best. I have a low key um, crush on Carpe. Anyway, Carpe is leading uh, in stats in the league right now. So uh, 
so good. He's yeah. so fucking good. He's so fun to watch. Even on tour, if he's just like, <laughs> look at my uh, overload, you're dead. <laughs> 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 just, just a little rivet gun, just shooting. Um, so, um, but, uh, and then Linkster is a little bit of a one trick. So I would say he's average just because he lacks flexibility. He's just learning the Hanzo role. Our support line is above average. I think Repel and Jexay are very good, but and Rockus is a little above average. So we're generally we're we're above um, halfway team. I don't think we're in that top twenty five percent, but I say we're in that top fifty percent based on what I've seen so far. Um, but I'm excited by what I saw. I'm excited by the fact that it seems like we're gelling. I'm excited by the fact that it seems like Dante is just taking over hopefully hopefully mm. he puts the team on his back and his carries and because he has a support line of rappel and jexay who will support him doing this and Muma, he, we have a group of players that they have a carry that will literally like bet we're going with the carry and we're going to win and what that's what you saw this past weekend so i'm excited about what i saw i'm yes. super excited about what yes. i saw with outlaws one of our first sweep weekends 2-0 and god knows how long i don't remember the last time we had it uh and i'm looking forward to continuing that Hey, Coach Harshaw, Coach Harsha, good job, man. <laughs> now that's that's a good place to end. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to say though, like I I'm happy to watch the Outlaws actually find success. You know, a team that was sitting near the bottom, consistently touted as one of the worst teams, are now being put towards the middle of the pack. You know, they're still like yeah. lower middle tier, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but they are definitely not the bottom anymore. And no, speaking no. of another team that's not on the bottom, let's talk about the Dallas Fuel. Oh, y'all burning <laughs> over there, huh? Y'all burning blue? Burning right and blue, blue, baby. Uh, Dallas had one game last weekend, but it was a great one where we played the Washington Justice. Now, coming into Season 3, oh, boy, myself, a lot of people oh. thought that the Justice were going to be a competent team. You know, We started off Season 3, and the Justice actually looked pretty good. You know, they were, they were they were getting wins. Uh, they were looking strong. And then Hero Pools hit, and everything fell apart. Uh, so, <coughs> excuse me. With that being said, uh, we look at the Dallas Fuel. We won handily 3-0, literal sweep. Ha- um, handily is a little bit of an understatement. <laughs> Y'all, like uh, me- Y'all <laughs> memed on them. <laughs> Okay, can we talk about the literal C9? Can we talk about Doha's 5K rip tire on Hanamura? Um, can we talk about clowning? Can we talk about oh my you God. almost set the fucking record time on Hanamura? You, <laughs> you finished with five minutes and 47 seconds. Ooh, that was... Almost... On Hanamura? Uh, almost six minutes? Oh, I, I watched it. I... I, 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 I turned it off i almost turned it off but i was like i have to watch the throw i have to watch it i have to watch the completion because that was just it was dirty dude it was dirty honestly like after the c9 you could tell the justice were just boomed they were gone like it was a a little bit of a clarification if you're listening to the show and you don't know what a c9 is it's when a team is holding the objective in this example the justice were on defense and they were on the payload and they actually leave the objective, giving it to the attacking team. And in this case, we had a uh, who's the main tank on the Justice? Not important. Ellie, Ellie vote. Ellie vote? Ellie okay, vote. I was thinking Ellie that, vote. but I, I, wasn't, vote. I wasn't confident. Ellie vote was the Arista. Uh, it was Ellie vote and Gamsu were on point, right? And Ellie vote looked 
at Gomsu and then walked <laughs> off of the point. And then Gomsu looked around like, oh. And then just walked the point into the end of yeah. Numbani. And it was like this... It was great. It was great. Honestly, this whole the whole match was full of moments, um, but it definitely opened my eyes to that the same point that I was making in the last point about your DPS needing to carry, and it mm. really solidified that I am so happy we have Doha and Decay. Uh, they are both extremely talented. Decay, mm. holy shit, Decay! Like Doha came in thinking he'd be a prodigy, he doesn't hold a candle to Decay. Like, exactly. He, this well, man and Decay oh, has that experience uh, coming from the yep, Gladiators. Yep, like, yep. this guy knows how to play in this league and is really good. And like, uh, I love his Tracer play too. And he mm. he pops off on Tracer just as much. I mean, I'll watch either one. I have I have no loyalties when it comes to Tracer. Tracer is my loyalty. If, so. Zay's like, are they a good Tracer player? Bet I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I just this whole game. Like, we we're talking shit on the Justice. Like, they are an Overwatch League team. They'd kick they our ass it. any day. But it, they deserve it right now. It was not they a good game. Uh, they Dallas swept them in control 2-0. Uh, and then in the second map, they went 3-2. Third map, 2-1. Like, it was it was very handily just a dub. Uh, mm. I, I feel like just the Dallas Fuel have finally found a netting. You know, like, now that we have the pieces that we've been missing, like, previously we had issues with our multi-language team, right? Mm. Now that we have Gamsu, someone who's pretty fluent in English and Korean and to translate for the other half of the team means that we can all be on the same page. Uh, also, Crimzo has been grinding tier two for so long. The man has earned his spot as a starter. Uh, I was a little yeah, worried at first. Well. He played well. Right. Like at, at first I was like, wait, is he good enough for the main stage? And the first homestand weekend didn't look like it. But since then he has proven that he deserves a starting spot. Uh, we had closer in this week, and I'm very glad that we did. Uh, turns out that we have more than two good healers, so happy about that. Unko, I don't know where he is, but something tells me that it's just a player performance kind of thing, you know? If you don't perform well enough yeah. in practice, if you're not performing well enough in scrims, you don't start. That's what happened with Linkser. Linkser started this week, but before Blase was starting because in scrims, um, Blase was better. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember we talked about earlier in this season when we were saying Linkser was sick and couldn't play and Blase, Dante, everyone was surprised. Linkser came out and said, he was like, no, I'm just not performing. I'm not playing well. And that's why Blase deserves to start. Was good on him for supporting his teammate. Absolutely. Um, but everyone was surprised. And so, eventually, he looks like he earned his starting job back. And for the foreseeable future, I don't see him losing it. I mean, after the Boston game, oh, he right. was questionable. No, he was Linkser was questionable because oh. his Hanza was not good. If you watch that game, if you can watch the match chat at the end of the game when uh, Houston won, uh, their, you know, to win the match. Mm-hmm. Linkser, Linkser puts GG. I got carried so bad. <laughs> and, and, and Dante and Mo- Dante goes. We know. And Moom is like, yeah. <laughs> Match chat is a blessing, by the way. Oh my god, oh, it's, a, it's oh hilarious. God. So I, I, I oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, 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 I just finished the thought here that Linkster didn't play the well that match, but he redeemed himself against the Toronto because Dante needed help and he beat out Surefor in DPS. Yeah, it, it really goes to show though, like the players that want to be there are there, and Dallas mm-hmm. is a team that wants to be there. 
You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I think that them winning last week made them wake up like, hey, we like this. Let's do this again. Uh, the, the Fuel has always been a team that's been very, I don't want to say too open, because as a professional sports team, you really shouldn't be too open about what goes mm-hmm. on behind the scenes. But uh, have you ever watched On The Watch, their uh, YouTube series? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it, and that comes with the territory. You're that open to open yourself up to that much more criticism. You get mm. more fans, get more revenue, but you open yourself up to a lot of criticism, and that's what they had to deal with if you don't win. You basically, you're basically opening yourself up to the most fans, and I don't want to say talking shit, but kind of like, I don't know how to put it, the most social media clout you're gaining, the more clout you have, the louder the yells come when you yeah. lose. Yep, and that's the unfortunate thing. However, when they start winning, the tone tends to change. And yep, I, that, I think that, that we're, we're heading that way. I think Dallas is 14th in the league right now. But let's face it, the standings are all kind of fucked right now. Uh, we haven't seen London, Florida, New York. A bunch of teams haven't played in a while. Man, what was the uh, last time New York played? New York hasn't played in forever. They haven't played that's, in forever. That's, that's what I'm talking about, like... Thanks to this new schedule, the new structure, there's just a bunch of teams that just have weeks where they don't see play. And I'm not looking forward to this continuing because we don't have a halfway point, because we don't have stages like we did previously. There isn't Mm -hmm. really a good way to see where everybody lies until the end of the season. But Yeah, I I mean, that's that's all you have. But I think, honestly, both our teams – did well this weekend. Yes. I was yes. really impressed. But the Dallas Fuel fucking handled Justice. Speaking of Justice, too, I have questions about Stratus. Yeah? I think he's overrated. Yeah? I, I think he truly is a May 1 trick. His Doomfist is okay, but I would think Blase's Doomfist is better. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, Carpe's good at everything. I would what say there are a does lot Stratus of Stratus play. Judas plays Doomfist in May. Oh. That's it. Oh. He doesn't play anything else. Well. <laughs> like, what else does Stratus play? Like, he doesn't play Hanzo. Like, he doesn't. Like, Sure 4 plays ev- sure four plays everything else except May and Doomfist. Think about it. Every comp they do, they never run Farah. They never run Farah. I don't, well, Stratus has run Farah before, but they don't win those matchups. It doesn't seem like he's very good at it. He never plays Genji. Well, no one plays Genji right now. But We did until we swapped. Oh. Yeah, y'all, see, y'all were memeing. Who plays fucking Genji? Y'all were trolling and hey, still what? Hey, y'all I <laughs> Doomfist, Genji, Doomfist in this meta and still won. I was like, I, I want to go back. I want to go back if you don't mind to a point that yeah. I had started earlier. You know about the teams that recognize that playing the meta isn't always the best idea. You know, thanks to Hero Pools, teams have what is it four days to figure out what comp they're playing that weekend. And yep. I we're going to talk about this later on in the discussion. But uh, I think that's been a good thing because it forces teams to say, okay, what are you good at? Play that. You know, like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> the, the teams that have a good Tracer player, for example, we're actually seeing that. If you remember last week when we were pushing the Tracer into the Torbjorn, all the analysts, the casters – Everyone was saying, why are they playing Tracer into a Torb? It's not going to work. And then look yeah. who won. That's what they said. It's, you know, 
it's I, like we know we know our players and they're just yes. that good like yes. just let us do what we need to do I, I i really do believe that the league is in a point now to where it's not so much play the meta it's more on the lines of play what you're good at and luckily the dallas fuel have a few players that are good at a lot of things so mm-hmm. i'm pretty happy about that uh not really too much to talk about dallas though like everybody played excellent doha and decay played great Gomsu yeah. has the biggest tank brain I've seen in a while. Uh, what was funny, I don't know if you actually caught this, a lot of the analysts were talking about how in the second game, they didn't realize that Note was swapped in over Yeah, Trill. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. I had no idea. Like, they did, they never mentioned his name once. It mm-hmm. didn't show it on the broadcast. There was no graphic. I like, looked up and I was like, oh, Note's in. Nice. I, I had no idea until someone. I think the the, the round ended. The map the map ended, and I was like, someone said no, and I was like, what the fuck was he in during that map? <laughs> yeah, and then they said he was. I was like, holy shit! No, at Which the is- beginning of the season, said like, I know I'm known as a diva one trick. I'm working really hard at learning other heroes. His sigma is not bad, uh, so I'm really happy to see. Like, I've noticed divas are switching over to sigma a lot. I mean, I'm doing it myself. Maybe it's because some of the skill sets are similar. Uh, but, hey, if you can play multiple heroes, that just makes you even more strong in this game. And shout exactly. out to our healers, too. Like, Crimzo, you have earned your spot. Hell yeah. Closer, thank you for performing well. Just, the team's great. The, the, team's the great. unsung heroes. The unsung heroes. Like, yeah, I'm just healing you. You're doing these highlight plays. You're alive because of me. <laughs> yep. Just remember that. Yep. What was it? I remember that play on Nimbani where uh, I think it was Doha was on Farah, and then he had the Lucio like on the wall and he like shot him off of the wall. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. So I rewatched that game before this episode. He got Baptiste Immortality Field before he went back up because he was about to die, and oh, thanks to the supports, shit. he got kept alive and could finish that play. So I did not see that. Okay. It's another one of those times where it's like, hey, the healers are doing a lot more than people realize. And they don't uh, make the they don't yeah. make the highlight plays, but they're the ones that keep you alive so you can make the highlight play. Exactly. And that's that's, that's why they're called the support. You know, their exactly. job is to support the team. But uh all in all, both of our teams played excellent this weekend. I am very, very happy with how everybody performed. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going into the next week, though. Outlaws only play one game. Dallas doesn't play at all next week. Yeah. Uh, let's yep, see. Yep, yep. I had it pulled up, and I lost it. So it looks like, oh, no, sorry, I had it backwards. The Outlaws don't play. Dallas plays. And we are playing a, I don't want to say wounded Whoa. or rejuvenated San Francisco shock, but I am very excited for this game for a couple of reasons. First one being, obviously, like to know. we're on momentum. Like, we, we have wins under our belt now. We know how to work together. Our team cohesion is getting stronger and stronger. B, mm-hmm. even though the Shock are still a strong team, they have shown they are not as strong in hero pools as everybody thought they'd be. So this kind of opens us up. Ons is a worrying point. He is clearly really, 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 really good. But that's one player. Most of the yeah. Shock is really good. But I'm Hans not too is, worried about Hans it. Hans popped off, though. Like, he's not... I mean, I want to see him versus Decay. That's yeah. going to be really good. Oh, yeah. I, if, honestly, he, if he plays, I don't know what the matchup's going to be. With these new hero pulls, I'm well, assuming Sinatra will still be out. But I don't, I'm not sure. Hans is... Uh, I don't know if it's Hans or ANS. Uh, but his main hero is Widow, who's banned this week. And uh, so is that's McCree. right. He did pop off on Widow. So if... 
both of those heroes are banned, who is he going to play? I, that's one thing uh, and, I'm a little and, and, questioning. Oh, and Brig is banned, right? It's going to be Doomfist. Everyone's going to play Doomfist. Yeah. No, well, yeah, there's, no there's Doomfist. No... Or, sorry, no Brig, no Ryan, uh, no Widow, no Creed. So. so, no stuns. So, mm. Doomfist is going to run rampant the entire time. It's going to be Oh, that's, that's good for us. We just got Doha. Just one-trick Doomfist the entire game. Uh, Blase, you're starting again this week. Just go play Doomfist the entire game. I thought the Outlaws aren't playing this week. Yeah, oh, no. we are playing this week. Sorry, no, sorry. No. But we, ha, we, ha. We, I, think, <laughs> I, I think we would do well if we were, but we're not. You were correct. So, yeah, y'all got a Doomfist. Like, that was his known hero, right? Isn't that Doha's mm. known hero? Is yes, Doomfist? Uh, Doomfist and Sombra. Yeah, there you go. So, y'all should be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Y'all... Again, but, I'm, I'm looking mean, forward to this game. It's but, it is the shock, and we can't we cannot say the shock are like this is going to be a tough game. So uh, you think y'all, are y'all going to win? That's the question. I, I mean, my fanboy wants to say yes, uh, but trying to be analytical about it, I think it's going to go to a game five. Uh, I know that Dallas is strong enough to take the shock. I mean, you were there. We took a map mm-hmm. off of them in the beginning of the season when there weren't hero pools, when things were open and play, whatever you feel like. I, I really do think that the Shock are wounded. I do not think they are the strong team that they used to be. I think that that goes to teams like Philadelphia. I think that goes to teams like, uh, who's the Chinese team? Guangzhou is winning a lot, Guangzhou. weirdly enough. Uh, so, China has their own meta, though. I don't know what yeah. the fuck they're doing over there, dude. They have, like... They just weren't. They just play whatever. But uh, it works. They're getting wins. Was it? Uh, I think it was Sideshow that said like Dallas is the Western Chengdu, where they don't play to the meta. They just play what they're good at and what they feel like playing. And I'm very happy that that's kind of what's being said about them because personally, I like that. You know me. I don't mm-hmm. like convention. I don't like the teams that play the rigorous. We're gonna play this because it's the strong. No, 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 no. Play what you're good at. And then that's how you get the wins. And if that's what Dallas has to do to win this weekend, then I want to see it. Moving on. So you, so you said, wait. So did you, say, you said it would go to map five, but you, I don't remember you saying who would win. Oh, who would win. Oof. Again, I want to be objective. I want to be objective because both teams are in a really interesting spot right now. Dallas is stronger and San Francisco is weaker. They did win last week, if I recall correctly, right? The shock, yes. Yes. On's carried. But two of Anza's strongest heroes aren't playing this week. So who are we going to see? Sinatra and uh, who's their other DPS? Uh, uh, Rascal and... Rascal. They have one more DPS, right? Uh, It is... Fuck. Um, who's their other DPS? God damn it. Uh, I know this. I know this. I know this. Um, Striker? Not... Striker. Striker, yeah. yes. Ra- yeah. Not Striker and Rascal. And Anz are their four DPS. So, uh, uh, fuck it. Dallas is going to win. Okay. So, 3-2? 3-2. Two? Three, two. Three, two. Nah, San Francisco wins 3-1. <laughs> 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 this this team is just too stacked. I, I get that y'all are on the up and up, but... I, I don't think it's a, that if they it's have a Doomfist it, though. Meta, I want to see Sinatra versus Doha Doomfist battle. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see that. But, but when it comes to Striker versus Decay, fuck, if they both go Doomfish Tracer, that would be Oof. an awesome match to uh, watch. Because Striker is an extremely good Tracer. So is Decay. Doha's mm-hmm. a great Doomfist. So is Sinatra. Oh, my God. I, that would be a great This so is going to be a fun game. What, what time is this game? Hold up. I'm looking it up now. Uh, Overwatch 
It's 10, ten o'clock. No! What? <clears throat> 10 o'clock on Friday. Uh, I think, but I think you guys lose because of the tank line. I yeah. think Super and Choi Yobin are better than Gamsu and Note. Yeah. Are they are Gamsu yeah. and Trill. Yeah. Well, Trill's not a starter. Note's our starter. Yeah. So Trill is Note, only running if we I go double shield. Super and Choi Yobin may get bullied by, I mean, sorry, Super and Choi Yobin may bully Gamsu and Note. Hey, don't count Gamsu out, though. That man is very big brain. All right, but super, super doesn't give a fuck. Super is super, yeah, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. I, I do think that we're going to at least go the distance on this series. I kind of hope not now that I see it's at 10 at night, but... Uh, <laughs> what do you uh, mean? Well, you're at home? You're at home? You got to go to work somewhere. Like, yeah, what do you right, mean? You're going to be at right? home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking was up till 2 a.m. last night playing video games. Like, nah. I don't know what day and night is anymore. I'm just like, I wake up, and I guess that means I have to work. <laughs> yep, it's just wake up, work, and whatever else I feel like. Uh, right. But, so so moving on to the next topic, though, I want to spend some time talking about Hero Pools. Because okay. when we first started the Overwatch League season, when Hero Pools weren't even talked about yet, mm -hmm. I remember, I mean, we even had a discussion about wanting some kind of band pick system and how that would work in Overwatch. And over time, they implemented hero pools to in two separate iterations. You had mm -hmm. the Overwatch League iteration where it was always one DPS, sorry, one tank, one support, two DPS, and it was done by a lottery based on the players in the Overwatch League. And there was a separate hero pool system that was completely random based on whatever the fuck Blizzard decided to do. Now, cause Blizzard, yeah, cause <laughs> Blizzard. Now. The Overwatch League and the Overwatch client that we play at home are on the same hero band system. It is based off of player data, mostly from high-level players and the yeah. matches of, in the Overwatch League. I think they said it's like uh, like Diamond and Up. I'm not sure. Yeah, that uh, they take the data from. Mm. Exactly. So uh, it's it's a lot more, I would say, general, which I'm, I'm kind of liking this new iteration. Mm -hmm. But now that we've had Hero Pools in the Overwatch League for, what, five weeks now? No. It's been about four weeks. Because the, uh, the first two were on the been, desk. It's, yeah, it's been over a month. It's yeah, been over a month. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts, and I have my own thoughts on them as well. But as the host, I should let my guest, or co-host, rather, yeah, <laughs> talk yeah. about oh, I'm it. a guest? I've been on the show for fucking three years. I'm a guest? <laughs> Yeah, you're, never, right. you're not a real host until now. It's okay. It's okay. Made, I still haven't made the cut, huh? All right. Well, I guess I got to keep trying. <laughs> well, now, let's, uh, uh, what, what, what do you think about how Hero Pools have affected the Overwatch League as of right now? As Well, they've affected the Overwatch League tremendously um, because of the fact that you don't – no team is truly – when you do power rankings in the Overwatch League, you can't truly do power rankings because depending on who – Depending on what the, the hero pool is or who's available, one team can be amazing, another team can just suck, and then it can flip vice versa based on who's not available to play. So it's affected the Overwatch League, in my opinion, tremendously with the sheer chaos of what mm -hmm. happens, especially it being week to week. It'd be different if it was like month to month or every three weeks or two weeks, but it's week to week. So in my opinion, it's affected the Overwatch League so far this season tre tremendously. Um, and it's going to continue to do so as long as it's this way. Um, now, to the second point of it trickling down to now whatever the high-level players play, the low-level players have to just deal with, I, 
Well, say, let's be honest, low-level players don't matter. I, I was just about to say, that was my whole argument. <laughs> my whole <laughs> argument was it's not going to affect low-level play because most of the heroes that are causing a nuisance in high-level are not – people were not good enough to play that in platinum. Low-level players gold. play Bastion, Mercy, Torbjorn, uh, Pharah because they know people can't aim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I have been sitting in silver and gold for years now. It does not matter. <laughs> Project, I, I wish you got to clip your face when you said that. You look so sad. <laughs> I've been in silver and gold for years. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just spitting the truth, dude. Like, thanks. I'm, I'm actually really happy that they decided to go this way because I do feel like once you get to the diamond level. That's when Overwatch actually becomes truly competitive. You know, that's yeah, when everyone can aim. Right. That's people are expected to hit their shots. People are expected to know their cooldowns. You're not expected to have a Ryan that go or uses his fire strike every six seconds because that's when the cooldown expires. Um, like, Our you, press shift in uh, the middle of a team fight. We're trying. We're, we're poking. We're in the. We're the neutral. Ryan just like, fuck it. Like <laughs> charges away. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I love that in my games. Tangent. I love that in my games when <laughs> if I'm playing Soldier or McCree and I know the Reinhardt's gonna do some stupid shit. I'm just like, wait, just wait on high ground. And he charges. I'm like, it's high noon. <laughs> no one can move. No that's one my, can get a that's my favorite fucking call. Like if I'm playing a game and like, just wait for the Ryan. Guys, Ryan charges in. Focus Ryan. Focus Ryan. Focus Ryan. And then they don't focus Ryan because I'm playing in silver. But alas. <laughs> I, I love it when you just play you just laid on high ground the ride charges away and their whole back lines exposed and you just you soldier alt or you McCree alt and like we win we win mm-hmm. the fight and then you have the Reinhardt still alive like oh no what did I yeah. do because <laughs> they know as soon as you press the button and their mid charge are like oh I fucked up yep, <laughs> yep. but uh back back to hero pools though go ahead the Overwatch what, what are your thoughts oh you want my thoughts I'm I'm yeah. very happy with it I've wanted something like this for a while. Some kind of structure that doesn't leave it up to the players to decide what the meta is. Because hero bands. Hero bands. That's, that's right? what I said. No, right? yeah, I know, I know. But remember we had a long conversation we ago did. about uh we did. about hero bands coming <laughs> to Overwatch. I I'm I'm really No, it's hero bands. It's hero bands, it's hero bands. I, I'm really happy with it because people are smart, right? Not not to throw any generalizations out there. People are very smart. If there's any really? kind are of they? video game are that they? has to any game that has to deal with numbers, output, healing output versus damage, people will find out what is the most strategically viable composition to play to have the biggest advantage. That's literally how goats happened. Okay. They figured out, okay, how do we win in Overwatch? We need to contest the point, stay alive for as long as possible. How do we stay alive for as long as possible? But we have we can do as many heroes as we want, so let's just have three tanks who are really hard to kill and three supports who can keep those tanks alive and also be really hard to kill. And boom, bam, goats happen for a whole fucking year. I, I, I Now that hero pools Don't are Don't bring thing, me back. Don't bring me back. I, I, people are trying to talk like they're going to find some way to make goats happen again, and I really hope they don't. Uh, but, like, hero pools have implemented a type of Overwatch that forces players to play what they're good at. It forces players to not only adapt, but also acknowledge, oh, wait, that one thing that's usually a huge problem doesn't exist right now. Like, let's look at the current hero bands, right? We have Brigitte, Reinhardt, 
ah, wow, Widow, I almost said Mercy, Widowmaker <laughs> and McCree all out. So that effectively means heroes that have long distance flight or like, like that. Farah and uh, what's Echo? Yes. Yeah. Are hey, going so to thrive going, this week. She is she going straight into the game this week? Yeah, she's in the game right now. For the Overwatch League. Ooh, actually, I don't. I would assume so. Cause like I was thinking about because they don't have state. Do we have stages still? No. I don't think we have stages. No. So I have- yeah. The, Cause the Overwatch League now just plays to whatever the live game has. So if the that live game has Echo, then the worst possible thing to happen for well not, not, not it's gonna be fun because everyone's gonna die because no one knows mm-hmm. how to play against echo in a professional environment so you're gonna see echo and it's gonna be echo farah all weekend so I, I can see the dps lines it'll be echo farah or echo soldier no, maybe you just echo, echo ash Farrah, winston diva echo for you would dive you just run dive yeah you run dive yeah. you run echo farah winston diva and what do you shoot at? The Winston that's shocking you or the Echo that's just fucking just like <laughs> shooting sticky bombs <laughs> and like things at you? Like, what do you do? And there's a Pharah behind you. Like, what do you do? And I, you have a soldier. Ooh, you have yeah. one soldier. Just hey, one. hey, hey. If that soldier pops TAC visor, though, everybody in the sky is fucked. I'm sorry that the only way we can counter this is my <laughs> ultimate ability. <laughs> I have to get my <laughs> ultimate ability to win one team fight. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing, like, we're, oh. we're going to jump into some Overwatch later, folks, but uh, that's for if you're watching us live on Twitch, which you should be. If you're listening on a podcast service, I love you. Thank you. But you should be watching live. Echo's going to be OP this week. I'm ready for some record-setting attack times. Okay, sorry, continue. I no, didn't that, that, that's fine. That was my point. I, I'm very, look, I like where Hero Pools have taken the Overwatch League. Because, again, it forces teams to play what they're good at versus playing the Mm -hmm. meta. I remember in Season 2 when GOATS was a thing, it wasn't based on what teams are good. It was based on what teams have the teamwork and the cohesion to be able to play this one specific composition as strongly as possible. That's why you saw the Vancouver Titans do so well. Because they were already a team beforehand. So this team already knew how to play the game together. They already knew how their teammates perform. So all they had to do was just make a couple of adjustments. Some of the DPS players had to play Brigitte. Sorry, I'd be stuck in Brig Jail. But it was just, you make those, <laughs> you make those adjustments so and congratulations, you're a good GOATS team. That's why San Francisco was so successful because not only did they have good players, but they also had players who were good at working together. That's also why you had some teams that were bad at working together, like the Dallas Fuel for some time. So you had a bunch of star players who hadn't really played together before. You had a bunch right. of individual talent, right. but not team cohesion. But I will ask you this, though. Go ahead. Think the quality in general of Overwatch has gotten better or worse thanks to Hero Pools? It depends on who's playing. Well, hear me out. Okay, okay. Hear me Let's... out. The teams that have figured out the play what you're good at method are the ones that are succeeding right now. Look at the Philadelphia Fusion is a great example, right? Mm-hmm. You have someone like Carpe. He's one of the best DPS in the league. Carpe pretty much only plays what he's good at, and he carries, you know? Uh, you have uh, even the Dallas Fuel. Like, look at Decay, a man known for his Tracer. Pulls out the Tracer. Everybody's saying, why are you playing Tracer? You're going to get countered. It's not a good idea. 
and he still wins because he's that good with the hero. You have uh, supports who, like, maybe they're just a really good Ana player. They play Ana, and then they actually do well. Uh, who who was it? Jexe that plays on the Outlaws, Lucia. right? Uh, yeah, his Lucio. Yeah, Lucia. His Lucio is scary good. And guess what? When he's in, when he plays Lucio, he carries. It's that's that's fair. I mm. I would I would argue no. The quality mm. has decreased. Okay. The the variety has increased. You see Carpe on Torb, which I never fucking thought yeah, I'd right? see. Yeah, right. <laughs> I never thought I'd see. Remember, Torbjorn. we had Torbjorn in for like two fucking weeks straight. This is a hero who almost never sees play. Yeah, like literally, it used to be when you saw Torb come out, the crowd would erupt. Now it's meta. So I will give you it's more variety, mm -hmm. but the quality. So when Goats was the thing, you had to, you couldn't miss a bubble. You couldn't have your right. shield break. Right. You couldn't, like everything had to be so like razor thin because everyone was marrying and running the same thing. So the quality I think was better because if you were truly a skilled player, you knew how to bait the other team to use a cooldown, or you knew how to play this one corner um, when Ryan had shatter when your shield was breaking and make him waste it because you were around the corner already. So those small micro plays were so much more apparent in goats and those other metas compared to hero pools where you get more variety of characters because you just can't play certain ones, but you just get carries. Carpe mm -hmm. carry, Dante carry, Decay carry. You don't get that really team push. Or that team synergy of like, man, this team really just beat this team at the game. It's more like I have a better DPS. Fuck off. Like yeah. that—that's literally what the game's kind of becoming, in my opinion. So no, I, I, I would agree with you on that. I'd agree with you on that. The the Overwatch League has gotten a bit—I don't want to say weaker because that's, I don't think that's the right word here. I mm -hmm. do think that the quality of the games, like the top level gameplay, excuse me, has dropped a little bit. Yeah, and that's just a factor yeah. of these players can't practice for True. as long that as they too. used to. That's a big one. That's that's, a big one. that's the quality of these players being forced to. Well, we have four days worth of practice. I mean, thanks to shelter in place orders, right now, players do have more time in front of their computers. Yes, they're not traveling as much as they used to. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, but I. It's it's really it's it's interesting to take a look at it from an analytical standpoint. You know, yeah, like I, mm. I would agree. I would agree because it's it's because the I mean what we're used to. I mean, obviously, we both follow in this league for since its inception. Mm. So this watching it shift from what it was with you know before two two two, and then now when two 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 was implemented, which I still I mean I've it's grown on me a little bit, but initially I was very resistant to two 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 because it locked all the players into their roles. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other topic I will not get riled up about right now. But, <laughs> But um and but it it allowed for, after goats but uh it would it allowed for different kind of teams there was a meta and I think Blizzard in my opinion should have gotten better about patching and changing the meta more frequently and to, instead of doing the lazy route in my opinion and doing hero bands now granted if I'm being full meta like what's really going on here we know Overwatch two is coming absolutely. So Developer resources are going to Overwatch 2, and they can't patch the game and change the meta up fast enough while they're developing Overwatch 2. So, 
with with that in mind, I get hero bands, and I actually do like it because the variety is off the charts. I mean, Torb, Jesus fucking Christ, Torbier is the meta. Like you have to play Torb. You're throwing. You're not playing Torb. I never thought I would hear that. In it's, my it's usually Overwatch. the exact opposite. Yes, it's like you're not playing Torb. You're throwing. You got to pick Torb. He's the meta right now. I never thought I would hear that. So for variety and viewership, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. But it, I think the quality of Overwatch, in my opinion, has dropped because it's literally just a carry. It's a carry game now, right? Whoever's DPS pops off the most, whether it be Ons on San Francisco, Carpe, Decay, Dante. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams that have really won. Um, I would say Surefor, but... Sure. Yeah, but yeah. he's the reason they. But, but like, you're, there's one DPS player is the reason you win majority of these games. It's not like a really tank carry or some great plan play. Right. It's just it's chaos. Overwatch it's chaos League is, is or, or, it's it's in a DPS carry state right now. It is, and it, chaos is fun to watch. Oh, I love it. I like I like watching just random shit. Like pick pick Doomfist Blase and just go punch people because that's just what well, you're good at. at. Let me let me but, raise a question to you. Yeah. If you don't mind, sorry. No, uh, good. With let let's let's compare this to some T sports for a second, right? Mm-hmm. So, in American football, you have your quarterback, you have your wide receivers, you have your running backs. You'd say those are some of the important players. Yeah, skill Whereas yeah, yeah. your your defensive line, your offensive line, they're there. They provide a very important role, but they're not the ones making the plays. Right. Right. Would yep. you say that we're shifting to a structure kind of like that, to where your DPS are your quarterbacks, and your tanks are just your defensive line? That's a pretty good analogy. So I would equate before hero bands, we were playing regular football, where you need everybody to do their job to really win, because you had a strategy, mm-hmm. executed, and you win. What we're in now is arena football where you get three linemen, six receivers, and, like, and a running back, and a quarterback. So it's just a sprint. They're, blocking is, is important, kind of, but in arena football, uh, this is for anyone who wants to know about arena football as a T-sport, one of the receivers, so usually in football, you stand still until he says hut, everyone mm-hmm. does their thing. Mm-hmm. In arena football, you get one receiver, can start 10 yards back, and start running straight before the ball snap so when the ball is snapped he is at full speed already when the ball is snapped and he is going and the defense is just like holy shit like they have to react yeah they have to react so this is the kind of overwatch we're in you have your carry who's allowed a head start because he's just great at that hero to just go and the defense has to fucking figure out how the hell are we going to get this guy. The, play, the ball was just snapped. The defense is trying to figure out where he's going. He's running full speed. How do we cover him? That's your carry. The line, your tanks, there's three of them. The quarterback can get rid of the ball anyway pretty fast because everyone's just six receivers. And that's your DPS. So, and then your supports are, I guess, you, I don't know where to put the supports in a football analogy, but you kind of get my point. <laughs> I get your point. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it's a very more, much more high-paced, individual kind of game, and that's what Overwatch has become, which is a fun to watch. If you watch arena football compared to traditional football, you'd be like, yo, this is way more cool to watch, but everyone watches traditional football because that's just, it's, it's that's more That's where the money is, game. let's face it. 
money is, and it's more of a team game. The linemen are important. Receivers are important. Quarterbacks are important. Your D line's important. Everyone's important. In arena football, it's all about your receivers and quarterback, dude. Just throw the ball deep to the dude that's already running full speed, and that's what has come to Overwatch. So yeah. um, we should clip that because that's one of the best analogies I've ever made. It's <laughs> 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 Overwatch and T-Sports. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's kind of my take on it. So to, to sum that up, I would say, in my opinion, but uh, like arena football, the Overwatch League quality has dropped in my opinion, compared to traditional Overwatch or traditional football. But it's more fun to watch. But mm. it's not like, man, he bubbled that rhyme just at that time because he knew he had one second left on his cooldown kind of thing. You don't get those plays anymore. Right. Honestly, I think that it being faster and more – well, I don't want to just say more fun to watch because that's subjective if you ask me. True, uh, true. But I do think it's more fun to watch right now. And I think that having the DPS carries is good for viewership. Just because people want to see that, you know, mm-hmm. pe- people want to see the yeah. three-man tracer pulse bomb. People want Absolutely. to see that five-man rip tire. Uh, it's 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 put the league in a really weird spot. And where I want to end on this is kind of like a part two for discussion in the future. Uh, I don't remember if this was a Jeff Kaplan interview or somebody else, but with Overwatch two on the horizon, right? Mm-hmm. We're not very far. Remember the three two one experiment? Yeah, I do. Three DPS, dude. I think that's what they're gonna do for Overwatch Two. I want to say this was Jeff Kaplan, and he pretty much was saying like, "We like the experiment. We like what it did, but that is too big of a shift right now. If we were to make a shift like that, it would be in something like a sequel." That would be nutty if if that was the Overwatch League, it'd be a lot more fun to watch. But I I think it would move more in the direction of less quality. I would still agree with that. I think it would drop even more. But you get the true one v ones, right? You get the true first person shooter, Hanzo versus Hanzo, the soldiers fighting the McCree. Like you can zoom in on those one on one matchups more. Unfortunately, tanks would kind of get the shit in of the stick because the, the, the tank's job would be secure the objective. Literally, just walk to the point and stand there and let mm-hmm. all these fucking mosquitoes fight each other out, right? <laughs> Literally, accurate, of... fucking accurate yeah. though. <laughs> like, you got a mercy flying with a pharaoh over there, like you got a sombers waiting in the back for no... like there'd be so much chaos. But it'd be fun to watch because you mm-hmm. get to watch the McCree versus Sombra fight while the Hanzo Hanzo fights going on and while the McCree soldiers fights going on another spot. So it'd be much, it'd be an entertaining thing to watch. It'd be entertaining to view, but it, it would literally just become a true FPS at that point because now it's Call of Duty. Now everyone's just fucking going around trying to kill everybody at this point. Uh, so no, I think that's a bold take and yeah. I would be extremely surprised. Hey, how often that. have I been right with my bold takes? You know I've been right with my bold takes. <laughs> time recalling, to be honest. Hard time recalling, but uh, I'll take your word for it. I guess. Project has been right before. Okay, I've been wrong before too. I will not deny that, but I've been right before too. And that's where we're gonna end the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been Texas Watch. It's your source for the Dallas Field and the Houston Outlaws news. Yes, I got those reversed this time. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Uh, we're gonna be back. Not, <laughs> we're gonna be back next week. Uh, we're gonna talk about Dallas's one game against the Shock, and uh, maybe we'll see where we go from there. 
Uh, this will be the first week as well that the Overwatch client will be matched up with the League for Hero Pools, so that'll be interesting. Uh, if you are watching us live, stick around. We're going to be playing some... Well, we, are we going to try to play ranked? I'm down to try. I'm down to try. I'm not playing Echo. I don't want to play Echo right now. Just I want to play Echo. You play play Echo. I'll just, I'm not playing Mercy. Fuck that. I'm not pocketing you. Good luck. <laughs> Fine, I'll get another pocket. Fine. Uh, no, you can pocket me as Ana. It's okay. I'll just be oh, yeah, flying around all the time. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, but yeah, guys, if you are watching live, stick around. Uh, we'll be going from there. And if you are listening on podcast services, don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast service. It really helps us out with viewership. And uh, until next time, let's make Texas proud. Yeehaw!